0: you'll meet our partners. You'll meet our friends. You'll quickly discover how you can improve your life. So listen in and enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in today. I've got Tyler Soulier here with me today. Very special guest. He's a massive real estate investor in the Windsor Essex area. He's also a full-time realtor. He's an expert at setting up joint ventures. And today he's going to go over his story, how he got into real estate, how he got started, some of his experience, And then we're going to talk about joint ventures, which ultimately a joint venture is where you can partner with us and we help you to purchase the property and we manage it and we take care of everything so you can become a hands-free landlord. So it's ideal for somebody who lacks the knowledge to invest or the time. Tyler, welcome.
1: Hey, no, thanks for having me, Scott. It's really good to be here and I always love talking about real estate. That's awesome. Whatever this conversation takes us, yeah, real estate related, I can go on for days.
0: (laughs) That's perfect. No, that's perfect. So yeah, I'm curious like how you got started into real estate.
1: Yeah, you know what? I started with uh, working here in Windsor-Essex after school. I was what, 25 and joined the family business and knew I always go into a business school, wanted to be my own boss. Sit me on a desk day after day, kind of got to a point where I was like, I got to do something different. How can I do something different? Came across, I remember an ebook about rent to owns. I remember nice. that. Yeah. And really read through that, and really, this seems pretty interesting. I could do this, but how do I get started? So actually, the only way I thought to get my foot in the door was to become a realtor. So I quit my job, moved to Toronto, became a realtor. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Realized being a realtor, it, it taught me how to learn about real estate, the different areas of neighborhoods, but to really get my foot in the door to real estate investing, which is where I wanted to get to. I really had to learn how to do it. Real estate, being a realtor in Toronto, starting out, didn't really work too well. So I ended up moving back to Windsor, an area I'm familiar with. My yeah. network's here. And I ended up teaming up with an investor, realtor, who basically taught me how to get started investing in real estate. And this is now 2000, and f- end of 2013 when I okay. moved back. So Windsor was still pretty hit hard from the recession. Yep. Yeah prices were very rock bottom and no one was buying anything back then. Yep. Like it was like I had properties under $50,000 that no one would
0: even still touch. They thought it was overpriced. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember my first Windsor property was around that time. It was a duplex on Irving. Yeah or Irvine, sorry, okay. and I bought it for 84000 Okay, I got you crazy. beat, I got you beat. My first was
1: 48000 a duplex.
0: Nice. Yeah, you <laughs> On Windsor, app.
1: yeah, I pitched it to every investor in my database and everyone was going very low. And the seller finally agreed to meet me at 48000 And the only reason I went through with this is because I actually went to the bank a couple months before someone had told me to open up a HELOC, so that's a home equity line of credit. And I was like, so I had that open and I yeah. thought, okay, here's what I need to borrow. Yeah. Here's the interest I'm gonna pay on it. I'm gonna flip it. The renovations were only 30 grand. And after six months, after I renovated it, flipped it, I put 30 grand in my pocket, yeah. paid back what I borrowed, and thought this seems very simple when you just break it down to the numbers side, right? Yeah. So here's your sale, here's what you purchased for, here's your renovations, here's the interest on what you borrowed, yeah. and, and then there, you, and then whatever's pro- left is your profit, right? Yeah. So that's actually known as the Burr strategy. Ultimately, basically, so I I didn't, I didn't burr that one. I flipped it and it's funny. So when I'm almost, when I had it sold, a buddy of mine told me, why don't you keep those and refinance it? And I go, what's refinance mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So here I am with an MBA and I don't even know what refinance means. And that's a whole nother topic we can get into about the school system. They don't teach you the days and numbers of finance. But so I was like, okay. Let's try that. And I, I was hesitant because I didn't want tenants. That's what everyone said Tenants are terrible. Like yeah. you don't want to get stuck tenants. They don't pay the rent. They destroy your property. Yeah. But you really, it's just the same idea. You just factor those kind of risks, those costs, the vacancies yeah. into your numbers when you're analyzing a property, yeah.
0: when you're going to have a, a, a long-term rental. Yep, yeah. that's it. And I find too with tenants because I always hear those nightmare stories. And yes. from the financing standpoint, I see people that I didn't originally help that went somewhere else and now they're selling the property or downsizing their portfolio. And I find the number one issue is that people try to manage all their properties. I use professional management. So yeah. those tenant issues go out the window. Yeah,
1: and I learned that after about a year of, yep. after I built up a portfolio of doing the Burr strategy, yep. that after I think both three properties, I was like, I, this is a lot. Yep. And then I got to a Six and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And went and found a property management company. And from the start, I tell people now who are investing, just get a management company. Yeah, (laughs) even on the first property,
0: because people, if they have a bad tenant, they're gonna have a sour taste in their mouth. And really, it's probably only a bad tenant because they lack the experience to put a a good tenant in the property. And that's a whole nother skill set of trying to learn and
1: time and management. I had my wife doing it for a bit for me. And the amount of time she put in to just screening people and trying to find someone good for a property was like, it's much better to have someone that's got a system in place that can screen them better to do that. So yep. pay them to
0: do it. It's so much more worth it. Yeah. And it's, they're not much money for a property manager. No,
1: no. It's honestly, you're between five to seven percent charge per door. And let's say it's max a hundred bucks a month you might pay. What's your time worth? One headache a text at nine o'clock at night after on a Saturday night after coming from dinner is going to just ruin your whole night. It's not worth the time.
0: No, it's true. (laughs) Just as an example, just to elaborate on this, I had a little bit of water from one of the recent rains in the basement. It wasn't much. It was about an inch. I was in Niagara falls with my family, just a little mini vacation and the property manager texts me says, there's a a little bit of water. We're sending somebody out to take care of it and uh, we'll talk later. And I'm like, great. So that could have ruined someone's week really. And for me it was just a simple email and that was it yeah. it's all taken care of
1: yeah it's just hands off that's where i always yep. wanted to be when i started this from that first flip to then i did i just went on a rampage in my yep. first year for so all of 2014 i ended up buying i think i always get the number mixed up it's been a while about 15 properties wow. yeah some i flipped some i renovated and refinanced and then that next year i I remember I won the who investor of the year award. Yeah, it was recognized. Yeah. My wife told me to submit my application. Like, why don't you see if you can win? Not win this award. Yeah, comes out of this, and yeah, I went to this big event in Toronto, and I was like shocked. So it was cool to be recognized for all the hard work I did. And to be honest, it was it was a lot of hard work. Like, yep, it, it is. is a lot. And so after that, I kind of just, I was like, I got to slow down here. You start getting capped on lending. I, I used. No lenders I used private lenders I used VLOCs, yep. I was using Visas to like pay for renovations so I really went all in but all that hard work
0: has now paid off to, to where I am today for sure no and it, that's incredible and it's funny about the award too because I was there for mortgage advisor but multiple <laughs> years after you oh okay yeah so it's funny but that's a great I don't know if they're doing the seminars now with covid but they had them and hundreds of people would go to them oh, it was
1: a really neat event uh,
0: met a lot of investors it was just cool to be with
1: like-minded individuals and going to those Conferences. That's what I did in the beginning as well. Just to really learn as
0: much as I could. And I thought those were the best in terms of how to learn more about investing in real estate. Absolutely. And I know like here in Windsor, there's not many conferences like that. We do actually host them. So if you're interested in coming to an event or a seminar about investing or anything, actually we're going to have multiple topics. Someone listening today, you can actually come to an event and we'll have it advertised online so they can see that. And actually, I'm sure Tyler will be at some of them when we talk about joint ventures which we actually have to take a quick break right now but when we come back he's gonna go into joint ventures what they are the details profits all that good stuff and then we'll go from there okay so we'll be right back after this quick break hey okay, welcome back so Tyler and I were discussing over the break that he's gonna continue with sort of his story right and then we'll, we're gonna to touch on the, uh, the joint ventures how they work and the benefits and all that stuff
1: yeah no, I think we left off with really the conferences so that was. Yeah big thing that really push and it pushes you because you're sitting there next to these people who have done stuff and you're just you could read all you want educate all yourself if you want but unless you have something to really push you over that ledge to, okay, i'm going to do this yeah that being around other people that have done it, it that kind of gets you going so that's really what got me really to buy my first property i, I sat there and looked at properties for six months finally i was I'm doing it. I'm yep. doing it. So yeah. So after that first year, it was more or less like we talked about found a property management company yeah. and I remember I gave one property and it went so well, I was going to roll it over for like a year here take another one. I was like, just take them all.
0: Yeah. that's
1: <laughs> it. I'm like, you can have them all. Yeah. And the tenants, I think after two months they stopped messaging me cause I just huh. stopped answering them and the yeah. headache stopped and after over time. So that was around 2015. I just slowly started buying not as many properties, property here, property there. Yep. And, and like most investors, you start running out of capital to, to buy these 20% down, it can yep. add up, especially as prices are going up. So you start yep. looking to other avenues, private lendings one, joint ventures could be another one. And that's what led me to start doing a couple more of those. And
0: yeah, that's just a great way to really, when you start wondering how else can I build my portfolio? Yep. Yeah, no, I agree. So the, the privates, yeah, we, I haven't personally had to use one, but a lot of investors are using it. And the one thing that I, I would say to any client getting a private is don't look at the interest rate because some people look at it and they're scared. They do. I think with a private, you need to factor in the interest rate, but then look at the profit and say, does this make sense? And if you're still going to profit, then what's just the cost of business? It's a write off and you just move forward. That's
1: I I rarely looked at the interest rate because you're just going to factor that into your analysis and... Yep. And if it's as long as you're not long term at fifteen percent with a private lender, which most for are sure. only one to two years max, you're still judging that into the into your cost anyway.
0: Yep. And yeah. our private lenders, we try not to use the expensive ones. Ours are seven to eight oh, percent. Yep. Oh, very good. Yeah. Oh, so, very good. Yeah. I wish I had back yeah.
1: 2015 when I was using private lender. Yeah.
0: For yeah. sure. So it's definitely cheaper. But for someone who's a homeowner that wants to get into investing, you have to private it's not the first thing you get but you just have to know like it's there are options it's yeah, yeah. there's options it the, could be more money as but. an investor
1: that's the greatest thing is having those yep. other options because most most when i started it was like you go to the bank and here where's your down payment yeah and then as you start learning more you're like wow there's different options and then yeah yeah and then the joint venture side like i i learned a ton about it i did conferences uh-huh. in toronto trying to learn more how to structure them how they can be how to like how they can run efficiently yep. and, and now it's just very simple process. Awesome. Like everything is very turnkey. The one I recently did was, he was like, that was when it was all said and done, he was like, that, that was so easy. Like, what do I do now? I'm like, nothing. No, that's incredible. <laughs> unless so, you, you won't hear from me unless the building's on fire. That's it. So it's very hands off for the investor. He was happy. I'm happy. It just runs so smoothly now because I've had the years and years of experience of doing it. Of yeah. Investing in real estate. That. Anything that comes to me, just like you, Scott, it's it doesn't really phase you. Whereas a new investor, it might just be like, "Oh my God, my, my basement flooded. Oh my God, you're freaking out." Where you're yeah. like, oh, "No, quick phone call, management company, it's fixed. Yeah, the bill's crap, but that's just part of real estate investing. You just factor that into your maintenance and yeah. long term thinking. Don't think, oh, I got a three thousand dollar bill. My cash flow for the year is gone. Yeah, over ten years with appreciation, mortgage pay down, it's well worth. It's, it's already yeah. you already know your return is gonna be there and it's going to be much better than investing mostly anywhere else right now and less volatile. Vol-
0: no, I fully agree for somebody listening for the very first time, and maybe they haven't even heard the term joint venture. Do you want to elaborate on what a joint venture is?
1: Yeah, it's, it's more or less just partnering with somebody 50, 50, or however you want to structure the, the split that's up to you and, the, and your partner. Yep. And, and really it's just in my terms, it was like I had capital or some in some instances I didn't have any capital. Yep. So I would partner with somebody who had the capital, and they also had access to financing and we'd go partnership on the property. I bring the experience, the structures, the analysis, find the properties for them. And they're mostly a private silent money investor. So we team up in that aspect because they don't have the time to do this. They don't know what, maybe they, what they're doing. The last partner I had, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, real estate. Yeah. So he's like, I would love to partner with him. Like, yeah, let's do this. And even the one before that, it was the same idea. Yeah. She had no idea about real estate, but I just. Brought our property that was was like, you do not want to pass this up. Yep. <laughs> this is a great property. Here are the numbers. Broke it down. Nice analysis. A nice little summary of, of what we want to do. And it was just yep. a long-term hold. And that's usually what, how I structure my partnerships. Usually long-term holds, right? Okay. Like five years kind of minimum. Unless there's a really good, say, opportunity where there's maybe a flip. I like the long-term rentals. That's where you build the most wealth.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> And I agree. But behind the scenes, within our investing club, Tyler and I will set up joint ventures for people. So what Tyler is really good at, and he touched on it, he's good at finding that perfect property. So you don't need to look at 10, 20 properties Mm -hmm. when you work with myself or Tyler. Tyler will just say, here's the one. Yeah. And you just jump on it. And and that's that's it, honestly. I bet him
1: I'll go look at some, and if I find it's not the right property or the price is too high, yeah, I, I don't... I've learned after that first year I was buying everything to yep. not force the numbers. Yep. So if I'm in a bidding war, which I just recently was, this was my number. And I wasn't emotionally attached to it. I yep. said, I, I was like, this is it. And when the realtor called back and was like, yeah, you got the property. I was happy with the yeah. price I paid because it met all the parameters that I look for, factoring on all those like costs, that those costs that you don't see yep. unless they occur. Your maintenance, your vacancy. No, so I was like very happy with it. And I yep. always have set benchmarks that I like to meet for my return.
0: Yep, and that's perfect. And Tyler also said, there's pretty much three ways to do joint ventures, but we only help with two of the three ways. So the three ways is uh, you lack the time to invest, you lack the knowledge to invest, or you're looking for capital. So we provide the mortgages at City, so we'll help you with that, but you've got to have your down payment. But are the partnerships that we set up is for the people that don't have the time or the knowledge? We're looking for the people with the capital to grow and utilize our unique. And the other thing
1: about the knowledge part is like I'm born and raised in Windsor, Essex County. Yeah. You're from Windsor and we just know this market. So it's just for a lot of people looking at Windsor now because it's like they're priced out of these, the GTA, like it's like I talk to investors, they're all like it's expensive. Yeah. So they're looking here and they've been looking here since I started and more every year I hear like more and more investors are coming down and it's, yeah, I have already know the market. So it's very easy for someone looking out. Oh, I'd love to get into Windsor, but. I don't know it. So that's, we know it.
0: Yep. And there's people. So this show is going to air on the radio, of course, on AM 800. You're listening to it now. But we're also, we aired on a podcast. So we're potentially going to have listeners from all over Canada. Okay. So for the joint venture partners, I want you to know, like, we can help anybody in Canada that's yeah. buying in Windsor.
1: Yeah. So We, we know this market. So yep. it's very
0: good to know what to buy and what not to buy. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But no, that's great. So just to recap. Tyler and I combine, so I'll help on the financing side to make sure you're getting the best rates, the best terms for investors. That's right. what we do. For my years of experience in mortgages, it's all been with investors. Yeah. We help on that end, and Tyler goes out, finds the property, he will give you, I believe a monthly expense showing, or income expense, or is it monthly or yeah, annually that got you
1: a, do? I've got, I'm a spreadsheet guy, so okay. I've got a great breakdown on projections of what you make over five, 10 years, monthly costs. It's all very summarized. And I got the team behind me that it makes the process very smooth for
0: the partner. That's awesome. And then we also have professional property management that we use for every one of these that we set up. And within that, you get our team of, if you wanna know who a lawyer is that you should use, uh, an accountant, like all that stuff, we have the whole team lined up. And and I've
1: learned to just use it's so much easier when I can use the people that I use. It just sure. makes it way smoother than
0: you yep. know, going to another lawyer
1: that doesn't understand what we're trying to do.
0: That's it. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Cause yeah, you're right. If they don't know the area, plus yeah. if say you're in Vancouver and they're trying to purchase here, if we're using a Vancouver lawyer, it could delay the deal. It does. Okay. And same with the financing aspect with you right here in the background, yep. working with the buyers. It's, it is much easier that way. <laughs> yep. No, that's perfect. So To join the club, we actually have a two-week free trial, so it's 100% risk-free, and then we're $29.95 a month after that. But to join, to get access to Tyler and the joint ventures and the investing courses that we do within the club, just go to invest.lendcity.ca, and then once you're in there, we'll do your pre-approval, we'll determine your maximum purchase price, and then we'll partner with Tyler, and we'll find you a home. Sounds great. All right, thanks so much For coming today, Tyler and for the listeners as well, for your time and everybody have a great day. Yeah. Thanks very much. If you're serious about real estate investing and you want to take it to the next level with the least amount of time and mistakes, then you're going to want to sign up for our real estate investor hub, visit Canadian real estate network.com and hit the blue button or banner that says free investor resources inside you'll have access to real estate investing courses, networking opportunities, webinars featuring industry professionals as well as dedicated chat channels to share and get access to unique properties. I look forward to seeing you there.